This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has a new rural renewable energy program on the mind. In a release, USDA asked for public input on a pilot program to provide financial help to rural communities to develop renewable energy. The funding comes from the fiscal 2021 spending bill and amounts to about $10 million. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Investment in rural areas is part of the Biden administration's infrastructure package announced yesterday, and even some moderate Democrats say they're prepared to push ahead without GOP support for the bill. AgriPulse's Ben Nolly has more. A moderate California Democrat says using the budget reconciliation process for passing an infrastructure bill is not out of the question. Representative Jim Costa hopes Republicans will get serious about passing President Joe Biden's $2 trillion infrastructure package later this year. Those that really are serious about infrastructure uh, want to work with us. We will, we will do everything we possibly can. If it becomes clear that by May or so that the Republicans have no serious intention and working with us, and that will become fairly clear in the Senate, I think, here in the next month or so, then uh, reconciliation will be the alternative, I, I would believe, at this point. Biden's plan includes $621 billion for transportation, including roads, bridges, electric vehicles, and waterways. It also has $100 billion to ensure that everyone in the country has access to broadband. Biden is proposing to increase the corporate income tax from 21 percent to 28 percent to pay for the plan and to take other steps to prevent companies from avoiding U.S. taxation. No GOP support for the bill would be needed in the Senate through reconciliation as long as all 50 Democrats vote for it. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Also in the news today, a federal judge has thrown out part of a USDA rule that would have boosted line speeds at pork processing plants. The judge also gave USDA three months to decide how to respond to the decision, and a USDA spokesperson said the department is reviewing it closely. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union brought the case and welcomed the ruling, saying an agency can't put its hand over its ears and refuse to consider facts that cut against policy preferences. But the North American Meat Institute said it is disappointed in the ruling and said the organization has offered compelling evidence about the safety of workers under the new swine inspection system. Steve Davies has more on the situation in his coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, a U.S. soybean industry official says relationships need to be improved with partners in China. Polly Ruland is the CEO of the United Soybean Board. She says there's already a good foundation to build upon. All soybean genetics originated in China, so all of our farmers in the U.S. have China to thank for our high-quality products. Today, China represents 60% of world trade on soybeans and about 65% of U.S. soybean exports. In short, China is an extremely important market for U.S. soybean farmers. She says there looks to be plenty of room for growth moving forward. We see global demand for protein continuing to rise significantly despite past and current system shocks related to animal disease. Through pork and soybean trade with the U.S., U.S. agriculture and U.S. soybean farmers are important to China's economic recovery post-African swine flu and both of our long-term growth and development. She says the U.S. and other countries could easily have a mutually beneficial relationship. 
there is still a large gap and China still needs soybeans. In the past 30 years, the gap has grown in percentage in absolute terms. The U.S. now produces over 50 bushels an acre, and that is the beauty and the necessity of international trade, the abilities for countries with more to share, serve, and export to markets that need our food. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.